content is designed for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult with an advisor or a brokerage firm when making an investment decision. The information I provide to you, please do your own research and become aware of the risks when making an informed financial decision. You must understand your own risk tolerance and be comfortable with making a specific investment decision. What's going on, world? Thank you for tuning into another episode of Insightful Principles. Within this episode, I want to talk about the first Bitcoin futures ETF that recently debuted on October 19th of 2021. BITO is the ticker symbol. And I want to really, throughout this content, give you an idea of some of the risks that you need to know um, with investing in the asset as well as uh, some of the opportunities uh, that you have with investing um, in the crypto market without necessarily having to invest in a futures contract and just trying to really give you an idea of the comparison, understanding the risk, um, and also looking at the opportunities that can still give you exposure to Bitcoin. Um, so throughout this episode, I'm really going to discuss uh, some of the risk uh, with investing in a Bitcoin futures ETF. So definitely stay tuned if you want to understand if this should be a great investment uh, with, in, with looking at a futures-based uh, contract ETF uh, that's focused on Bitcoin um, or if it's not a good um, strategy as far as getting exposure to Bitcoin. And um, I'm also going to uh, just detail some of the ways of how you can secure uh, your assets because I feel that that's important as well. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, I think the best way to dis distinguish um, with what a Bitcoin futures ETF is, is, is to explain first what a Bitcoin ETF in itself, um, what exactly is that? So a Bitcoin ETF is essentially an exchange traded fund that tracks the price movement of Bitcoin. So essentially, you have an NTF that's just tracking the price of Bitcoin. There's no future contracts involved with that um, when you're talking about uh, just the Bitcoin ETF. And the company of the ETF, they have the ability to be backed by Bitcoin. Um, they can back their assets with Bitcoin if they have enough of that specific asset in their possession. Now, when it comes to a Bitcoin futures ETF like the one uh, we've seen recently debuted this week, um, this isn't directly backed by Bitcoin. So the major difference is that it's backed by the derivatives of Bitcoin future contracts. So there's definitely a big difference. Um, and a derivative is simply a contract between two or more parties whose value is based on the underlying asset. In this case, it being a futures contract, two parties are essentially entering into a con contractual agreement to buy or sell Bitcoin at a predetermined future price at a later date. So what you have to understand as an investor is if you're going to invest in a futures contract um, in the one of a, a futures uh, backed ETF, um, you have to understand that you're agreeing to buy or sell Bitcoin at a particular price on a specific date, no matter where the price goes. 
So the agreed date is when both parties must fulfill their obligations, which is known as the contract settlement date or the expiration date. So um, I know uh, with Bitcoin, uh, the futures ETF with BITO, uh, they certainly did very well um, on the date of their debut on Tuesday, October 19th. Um, they hauled in $570 million of assets. Um, that was all the way from $20 million. So I thought that that was, was pretty interesting. And then also, um, they had about $1 billion of trading volume the first day, um, according to Bloomberg. So uh, definitely uh, was some bullish sentiment. Uh, with the debut of this futures ETF, now some of the risks that you have to be aware of, aware of, um, I definitely think um, is counterparty risk. Um, and Jody Gonsberg, uh, she's the managing director of CoinDesk. Um, she really explained like a lot of the risks that you you're going to go through if you are investing in a futures contract. And essentially, the way she explained it is that. A future contract has an expiration date. So in order for a person to stay invested in the contract, an investor will have to sell the expiring contracts uh, for later dated contracts that have a further expiration. And as a result, let's say that the spot price of Bitcoin rises, the later dated contracts become more expensive than the near dated ones that are that you're trying to sell that are the cheaper uh, contracts. So if you're a podcast enthusiast like I am, you probably thought about making a podcast on your own. Creating a podcast is one of the best decisions I've made personally, but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track a professional podcast. It's in fact so good that they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. When an investor is going to sell the cheaper contracts, it becomes more expensive. So essentially, it's the opposite of buying low and selling high. You're selling the low, cheaper contracts that have the um, that have the uh, near dated expiration, but then you're having to go back in and buy the more expensive future contracts that have a later dated expiration. So it's just more fees and there's more costs associated with investing in a futures-based uh, contract, um, such as the Bitcoin futures ETF. Um, so that was one of the biggest risks that um, she mentioned, and this is often called a contango um, because of the, the different correlation 
of the imbalance um, when you're having to go back in and you're having to sell um, a contract, you know, for much higher, you're having to buy a more expensive contract in comparison for the one that you're selling it for. So you're not really making a profit. Now, the SEC chairman, um, Gary Gensler, um, he came out recently within the past few weeks and he said that they were considering approving a Bitcoin futures contract. And there has been a list of Bitcoin spot ETFs, which are completely different um, than the futures based ETFs. Um, they're still in the approval process um, before these comments were released. Uh, some of the companies are Fidelity Investments. Um, they're trying to create wise origin trusts. Um, you have uh, Valkyrie Investments, um, as well as Galaxy Digital, which is founded by Mac, uh, Mike Novakratz. Um, and then ARK Invest by Kathy Wood are just uh, some of the people to name that are some major big players that are trying to get in the game. Um, and there has been a lot of pushback, you know, with approving a Bitcoin spot ETF. And, and a lot of the feedback has been due to price manipulation, volatility, and also investors not having access to their keys. Um, however, a lot of this, I believe, is, is education. Um, it potentially, in my opinion, I feel is more price manipulation with futures-based contracts because another risk that you have is that the price of the futures-based contract is inaccurate in comparison to what the Bitcoin spot price is. It can be inaccurately priced because with a futures contract, you have a buyer and a seller that is coming, uh, they're agreeing on a predetermined price at a later date. So you have the challenge of it being inaccurate, and that could cause some discrepancies where... If you're investing in Bitcoin directly, your your gains and your profits on that could potentially look a lot different when you're investing in a futures contract. So not only do you have counterparty risk because you have, you know, a third party really controlling the investment and they have more control over the future contract, you have like with um uh like with uh what's her name explained as well. Uh, with Jody Gonsberg, you have the second risk where it's the contango uh, with the risk of buying more expensive contracts at later expiration dates and then selling the cheaper ones at closer expiration dates. The third risk that you have is like what I just mentioned, where the price of the futures contract can be inaccurate in comparison to the spot price of Bitcoin. Um, and I also think when it comes to the conversation regarding keys, um, there are many ways that you can secure your keys. You can have a hardware wallet, such as a ledger, which is a flash drive, which allows you to store your keys offline. It's not connected to the internet and allows you to have control of your assets and to safely to secure them where you're not having to worry about the county party risk of it being stored on like a Coinbase or investing in a futures contract that's being controlled um, by the hedge fund managers or whoever that's monitoring the the price, um, this gives you that control. So I think that you have the ledgers, and then there's also ways on how you can get exposure to Bitcoin ETFs um, that have been approved in other countries, such as Canada. You have GPTC, 
which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Um, they're one of the largest uh, digital asset uh, management companies, and you can invest in directly um, into Bitcoin, into that ETF. And then also um, with Grayscale, they actually just filed with the SEC. They actually did it on the same day that BITO debuted, debuted um, but they're trying to convert their trust into a spot ETF. So that's going to be a very interesting, you know, the SEC, they have 75 days, um, you know, to review um, the the application. Um, so I'm very interested to see how that's going to play out. And I definitely think that with GPTC, with the trust, um, they invest about 3.44% um, of their holdings is in Bitcoin. So um, you definitely get that exposure. And then you also have other crypto exchanges such as a Binance, you have FTX, um, you have Kraken, um, you have all these platforms where it's not like it's not it's not hard to invest in the asset directly in itself and to get that exposure and to have more control of your asset. But I think that the narrative is that with the Bitcoin Futures ETF is giving investors is an easier way to invest in Bitcoin. It's not as complicated as investing in the asset itself. That's what has been traded in the media through the SEC. But I think that I totally disagree. You know, I think that you have many options, as I've explained throughout this episode, where you can invest in it directly um, through a, a U.S. exchange or you can invest in it directly with a crypto exchange and you can get that exposure. Um, so I think with, with the access, we have the information. It's now more easier than ever. Um, and of course, with my channel, I'm here to help navigate you through that process. If you're wanting to learn more about, you know, how you can have a, you know, custodian, have a custodian of your keys, um, being able to safely secure your assets on a ledger, uh, being able to uh, know where to go to invest in, in crypto assets, you know, such as Bitcoin, um, I'm certainly able here, here to help, certainly reach out and, this channel, of course, as you all know, uh, my objective is to be able to educate you all on financial literacy, investing, personal finance, and helping you work to building financial freedom for yourself. So I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Um, please leave a comment. Let me know if you're investing in the Bitcoin Futures ETF. If you're not investing in it, um, I would love to hear what risks that you agree with or you don't agree with or some of the risks that may have came to mind as you were watching this or listening to this episode. Um, and as always, um, splash, smash that like button. Don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe to the channel, and certainly share this with your circle. And uh, I'm going to put all of my information in the show notes so you can connect with me. And uh, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Insightful Principles. And take care.